Chapter 17 Goodbye and Good Riddance to Bad Luck While his first sight was gold once again, it didn't take long to see that this was a much different Asgard than the one he had left. Crumbled tiles and char from energy weapons marred the gleaming metal. Yep, Loki was in the right place, all right. Unless, of course, this was some different future Asgard he had led to Simruin. He wasn't quite ready to rule that out. He ran to the doors of the vault and was relieved to see that there were no guards. He hurried through the giant panels of stone and down the steps to the far edge of the cavernous room. He stopped running when he got to where Searcher's crown was supposed to be held. There it was, exactly as he remembered. He took a few steps down to the next column and heaved a huge sigh of relief. There was the Tesseract, just as it should be. It looked like at least this past self had listened to him and left things well enough alone. He leaned on the column, waiting for his other self to arrive, so they could do the explaining bit yet again. After a few minutes, he had to laugh. There was an easier way, one that wouldn't require him going into the convoluted time stone explanation for what felt like the dozenth time. He had only picked up the Tesseract because it caught his eye. He had otherwise been entirely focused on Searcher's crown and the internal flame. If Loki stashed the Tesseract elsewhere, it would just be destroyed with Asgard. Then again, if that was the case, his other self wouldn't know to confirm whether the Tesseract was destroyed. It was a conundrum. He was loath to go through the debate again and risk leaving it up to another past self to make another stupid mistake. But he also didn't want to go back to the present without all the information he needed to make a clear plan. Of course, this was Loki, and nothing ever went according to plan. Who should come running in but himself? It was rather amusing to see a far more frantic and beaten version of him run past and then suddenly stop and walk backwards until they were face to face. I didn't make you, past Loki said uncertainly. Nope, and I've done this explanation way too many times by now, so I'm going to keep it brief. I used the time stone to travel back several days in the past to keep you from taking the Tesseract. He recognized that hungry gleam in his own eyes. If you decide to take it, Everyone on that ship currently escaping Asgard will die, including Thor, and it will be all your fault. Thanos, the other Loki sighed. At least he had this much to work with. Yes, he can somehow detect the Tesseract signature, even within our pocket dimension. There's no way to hide it. He uses it to take the Mind Stone, to try to take the Time Stone. The Space Stone needs to be destroyed with Asgard. But will that even destroy an Infinity Stone? Loki countered. If we have it, and I at least know Thanos is coming. A nuclear missile destroyed the Tesseract. At the other Loki's confused look, he appended his statement. It's a long story, and I don't have that much time, but I believe it will be destroyed, and that it's a much lower risk alternative than just trying to keep it from Thanos. But the past Loki looked to the glowing blue of the cube. So gorgeous and so powerful. I know, Loki agreed. Giving up that much power, destroying it even, was a painful thought. There was so much Loki could do with it, but he couldn't keep it from Thanos. But somewhere inside you, you aren't all monster. It isn't worth the cost. Which is an interesting statement considering I'm about to start Ragnarok. Thor was right. It's the people that matter. Anyway, you gave up on this place a long time ago. Loki grinned. Plus, it was Thor's idea. If it all goes wrong, you can just blame him. His other self grinned back at him. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to destroy Asgard. Loki nodded at him and watched as he once again grabbed Surtur's crown. He was just about to put it in the eternal flame when the world went green. 
Loki could have cried with relief when the green washed away and he wasn't assaulted by gold. Instead, it was much more of a dull gunmetal gray, but it was the most beautiful color he had ever seen. He was in the quarters he had taken for himself on the Statesman. Various pieces of his armor, his cape, and other knickknacks were scattered about the room. The bed was rumpled and there were towels on the bathroom floor. Everything seemed to indicate they had been on the ship for days now. So far, so good. The big question now was whether the Tesseract had been destroyed or not. This time, he went straight to his pocket dimension. Instead of a glowing blue cube, there was a note. He felt a squeeze of his heart in anticipation and pulled out the slip of paper. Me. I stayed back from rejoining the ship until I could survey the ruins. I found remnants of the Tesseract's energy, but it was fading quickly. I feel like it's safe to say that it has been destroyed. I figure you're going to be taking the rain soon enough, so it might comfort you to have the confirmation, since we'll likely be too far from Asgard for you to check. Also, I know you won't, but you should really tell Thor about all this. He should know how much he owes us. You know we'll need that goodwill somewhere down the line. Since I know who has the time stone, it's not a stretch to guess that you're headed to Earth. Thor has some serious stones bringing you back there. Please get back at that two-bit arrogant ass of a sorcerer for me. Loki laughed. He was pretty sure the kiss he had planned was a very good start. Without thinking about it, he dropped to the bed. He lay down, arms out, and just stared at the ceiling for a moment. He felt like he could sleep for a week, which was probably all for the good because he was stuck on the ship for months and was bound to get antsy. He was just nodding off when a knock at the door shook him abruptly awake. Go away, he shouted. It's Thor, came the most beautiful voice Loki had heard in a long while. Not that he'd ever let Thor know. Okay, then. Go away, Thor, Loki responded. He didn't mean a word of it. The door opened and his brother walked in. Loki moved up so he was leaning on his elbows, appraising the thunder god. Shorn blonde hair, one eye, battered armor. Yep, that was his current brother. The right brother. <sighs> Screw it. Loki got up from the bed and pulled Thor into a hug. His brother stood stiff with surprise for a moment before folding his arms around the smaller man. Is everything okay, brother? Thor asked, his voice low with concern. You promised me a hug earlier, Loki responded, but you never followed through. Well, when I said that, I thought you weren't actually here. Then you were, and I figured if I tried it, you would stab me, Thor responded, perfectly rationally. Then added, again. Loki pulled away from the hug. You understand me far better than I give you credit for, Loki said. I'd suggest not attempting this in the future. You wouldn't like the outcome. Bloody, no doubt, Thor grunted, but he looked pleased. So, what is this? It has been a very long few days, that's all, Loki sighed and collapsed on his bed again. Are you still concerned about heading to Earth, Thor asked, sitting down on the bed beside him. Actually, brother, Loki said, I feel like everything is going to work out fine. The end. This has been Time's Up by Arabesque Angel, read for you by me, Arabesque Angel. I hope you'll join me in the next story in the series, In Time. Thank you so much for listening.